Hola amigos, welcome to The Strange Perspective. Welcome back to episode two of Furry Month. If you listened to last week's with Louie, I thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you have listened to it, you will also know that that episode was pretty heavy. So I thought for episode two, I needed something uh, that's equally as as deep, but a little more on the lighter side, which my brain immediately went with, you have to turn to Eugene friend. You have to turn to the one and only Verti, a wonderful friend of mine that never fails to make me laugh, never fails to make me smile. I turned to him, asked him, would you like to be on my podcast? He said, yes, I am blessed to have the friends that I have. Amigo Mios, welcome to episode two, Meet the Yin Verti. Verti, welcome to my podcast. Well, hello there. (laughs) (laughs) My friend, it is, I was so happy when you said yes, that, that you wanted to join, but we'll start from the beginning. Please introduce yourself. Who are you? And just your name, basic stuff, name, age, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um. I'm Verti. I live in Finland. Um, this month, I'm 27 years old, and I've been a furry for around seven years now, I think. Well, actually, for longer, but I was more active for seven years <laughs> outside of lurking. That's when you decided to deep dive into the furry fandom, the seven years back, when you decided, yeah, I think this is for me. Yeah, it was kind of after the military. I've been hanging in um, DeviantArt. And similar sites, but mm-hmm. then um, I discovered um, some Finnish furries on Facebook, and it kind of rolled from there. What made you What made you interested first? Did you say DeviantArt, but was it any specific topic, or was it was it just oh, yeah. the overall um, furry furry it, art? It was like video games, and well, I mean, a lot of video games have furry elements in them. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Ratchet and Clank, or. <laughs> or Sly Cooper or something like that. So I kind of hang around with like a lot of art making folks. So I kind of always had an interest for like stuff called furry before I even knew what furry was. So what, do you have any introduction? A lot of people say that, oh, the Lion King made me go into furry fandom or Robin Hood, you know, a lot of Disney. Disney is responsible for a lot of stuff that we do. <laughs> But was there I, any was there any cartoon, any video game that, that made you more interested than anything else? I would say Ratchet and Clank series kind of got me into that. The especially the future trilogy, because I didn't own a PlayStation before I had a three mm-hmm. at my parents. I played early once on PS2 with my friends, but the PS3 one was like, why 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 is this like I kind of like this too much. <laughs> so I kind of started looking out. Um, I was like around in my early teens then. So I, I went into DeviantArt and chat with a lot of people. And then um, it kind of died down to like just watching stuff with fussy animals and stuff. You say that you found a group of Finnish furs. Did you, oh, yeah. Did you go to a, yeah. did you go to a meet uh, in real life or was it more chatting online? Um, I met um, one of my oldest friends back in like 2016, 17, or was it 18? I would think it was more close to 18. So I kind of chatted with him. It was like an international furry group on Facebook. And then um, I noticed he's Finnish and he's a furry. So it kind of rolled from there. And I think um, he introduced me to some furs and because of Telegram. 
you know, you could just um, go from a group to a group to a group to a group. <laughs> and it kind of, it's, it snowballed from there. Like, um, it was too fun to, like, not ignore. <laughs> did, what did you... Uh, to ignore. What did you find that you connected with furries with? Was it anything specific that you connected with them? Or was it more of a just cool people that you just like talking to? Oh, it was the kind of the closely knit community. And it was different compared to like, you know, having people over in America, in Japan or in Europe and stuff like, you know, outside like realistic travel, like often mm -hmm. because if you find like local people it's it's crazy like as an adult it's harder to get friends it's very hard to socialize if you're like 18 to i mean <laughs> 18 to like being a pensioner then you maybe get fishing buddies or something but <laughs> it's 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 cool the community is what i like like seeing people in real life because we are not made to sit inside all day absolutely not and if we if we find some some group that will make us just leave our comfort zone, because that's that's something definitely the, the furry fandom has done for me. It's helped me get out of my comfort zone and really like do some inter introspection to myself to to understand who I am as a person. Challenge me in a good and healthy way, which has mm -hmm. really led me into accepting myself that that's why I have cane tattooed on my fingers. It's such a huge part of what I've become because I truly feel like they didn't make me into something. They just helped me accept what I, what I've always been. So in true, that sense, true. I've always been very grateful for the furry fandom and still am greatly. Did you have any, like, um, anything similar to that where you felt like it helped you get out of your shell or and made you realize something about yourself did you have any of that or was it more of a general these people are really cool i like being here and that in itself snowballed well i'm i'm from the countryside here in finland and um well i don't live now but um i was very um i was that weird kid <laughs> i think uh, many of oh, us yeah. can relate to that oh, yeah. but um it was mostly I had a falling out with some friends. Not not that really bad of a thing. I just felt like I need to move forward. I need to like actually freaking see people, like get get out there and like try new things. Because at that time when I found furries, I was mostly like I was a neat, but I was working. Like my mom thought, like, am I gonna just sit around forever here? <laughs> and that basically propelled me to find friends and move on from there. All right. What, what um how long did it take before you went to like frequent furry meets and stuff what did you start immediately with it or was it a long process because it the meets will lead to furry cons which we which we yeah. a lot of us go to but before that i'm guessing it was furry meets or did you dive directly into furry conventions um i joined or like joined some local furry groups here in tampere um in i think late 2018 and one of the or the kind of only official finnish con fin for animus it was around that time i could have gone there but then i first thought like okay wait wait let's let's get to know people first so i kind of started going to like frequent meets because there's a monthly meet in helsinki and there's a monthly meet here in tampere <laughs> which i missed now because of scheduling things yeah. and stuff but it's 
I, I kind of got into it pretty fast because, you know, socializing, when you kind of get a taste of it, you can't really um, miss it. Yeah. Most of the time. I mean, God knows I've, I, I miss furry conventions. I, I, I miss the, the atmosphere of it and, and the specific people of it. What was your first furry convention? Um, it was uh, Fin for Animus 2019, if I now recall it right, because um, I think it was 2019, yes. Um, and then, the, um, wait, I think I had, yes, I had um, my the first iteration of my Sona. I had that. All right. And first of like um, international con was NFC 2020, and that was like that was like crazy for my like perception. Like like there's this much of these fuzzy freakos like here in this very place. Like it's 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 surreal as an adult to like actually go somewhere where there's like a whole lot of people who are pretty similar to your interests. I I would go crazy like going to America. I'm not really sure if I'd to go there so you you're not you don't know if you would ever or okay maybe not ever that, that's a big one but right now there's not, not there's not much big interest in going to an american for a convention it's uh mostly for the friends i made through the years so mff is kind of in that spectrum because lots of my um oldest internet friends go there so it's a bit 50-50. I could go there for friends, but it's it's just too much people. You you just go crazy. When you went to Finfur, was it like what was the feeling of it? Did you feel like this is everything that you wanted it to be? Or was it too much to take in so you just took day by day? It kinda was yes and no, because there was like most of the people at uh Finfur Animus was um uh, people I knew because I mean we Finns aren't really that big of a bunch so it was mostly friends i had or people who have like at least seen online so it was quite a nice experience but i still took like um one day at a time because um i met a lot of people like for the first time there so it was kind of like a slow start all right i'm gonna talk about like, or I'm going to ask you about the actual Fursona Verti, but before I do that, mm -hmm. I have one more question when it comes to Finfur, or maybe two questions. The first one is, would you recommend Finfur to anyone outside of Finland? Is it friendly to people outside of, outside of Finland in terms of it's, they, they have instruction in both Finnish and English, or is it more of a concentrated Finnish uh, convention where they just assume that a lot of the people are Finnish? So they don't have English translations or uh, hobbies, hobby rooms and stuff that would interest people outside of Finland. Like, how, how would you put Finfur? Or, I mean, yeah, Finfur. Um, I would say it's pretty, um, it's, it's suitable for, like, foreigners. Um, there's um, a lot of program is done in Finnish, but uh, as per... Um, Recent trends or like um, because there start to be more and more like foreigners in our circles. Um, some programs have been um, some programs have been in English too, but I think the main uh, program has always been in English. Okay. Or, or like um, except I think the introduction or 
introduction and some programs are in Finnish, like the official ones. But that's like every smaller convention, I think. Like I think Gedakon is similar. Like they have the main stuff is like in Polish or something. Is it is it main hotel system like NFC? Oh, for for now it is. It actually started as a summer camp program, but um, they changed over to hotels um, some years ago. It was more suitable, but I mean, there were less furries back in like twenty twenty like tens. I I don't really recall now how early they started because I'm fairly new on the Finnish furry scale. But yeah, it's 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 a hotel scale, like a hotel system. All right. Well, I asked you if you had a fursuit the first time you went to to a furry convention. You said yes. To have a fursuit, you need to have a fursona. How did you come up with your fursona? Um, I liked hyenas because those things look goofy as heck. And they're <laughs> cute. And, I mean, I have an annoying laugh, so I, I kind of like, like got from there. I, I didn't find... I, I used to have a wolf um, as my character on my Deviant Art days, and I drew it myself. Thank God, it's nowhere to be found anymore. Oh. I made sure of it. Oh no, <laughs> but, um, I wanted to see. <laughs> but um, um, that's why my um, hyena persona it still has a wolf arm because it's it's kind of like a remnant from my first um, persona. All right. So. Um, going from there, I think hyenas just look interesting. They're not on this cat-dog axis, which is pretty popular in these circles. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna take any more, say any more comments about that. That's an <laughs> entirely different discussion. But yeah, I like hyenas, and I love when people also have started liking them because I've been the biggest like. Um, um, I share a lot of hyena pictures, like. In, different groups and i hope people like start liking them as well well you're talking to one where you definitely that you definitely converted i mm-hmm. i i never even thought about hyenas before the furry fandom and now i think they're adorable i i love the gifts of them like snuggling up to people so mm-hmm. I, i've become a like a fan of hyenas and it's 100 percent because of you because of the images you share and stuff so you have at yeah. least converted one person and that's me yeah, I, I I love Lion King. Um, it was one of the earliest movies I've seen as a kid, but the depiction of hyenas in it is pretty um, crappy. So <laughs> I, I'm happy if some people change their um, perspectives on these spotty goobers. <laughs> and what about the name, Verti? Um, this is kind of doxing myself, but it's just based on my real name because... Um, I didn't come up with any cool name, thank God. So I'm not like Stormpaw69 or something like that. <laughs> but like, um, I just um, no offense to Storm, Stormpaw69 listening to this. <laughs> oh yeah, true, true. It's bound to be one. Now nowadays it will be like cool because nowadays people find such weird names like Stormpaw69 is cool. I will I will love if someone is named Stormpaw69. So hit me up, Stormpaw. <laughs> I can already see, like, my first t-shirt that I ever do with this podcast is hit me up, Stormpaw69. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I like usernames without numbers, and I, I tried a different combination, so then I just went for my name, but um, it just spelled differently. 
if someone who knows me is listening to this podcast, hello, I'm waving my imaginary <laughs> paw at you right now. And you have two fursuits. How come you have a second one? Well, the first one was a pre-made, which I kind of adapted my Sona to. Oh. But then I still felt I wanted a, like a fursuit of my own, like like a ready-made commission because I'm a working ass man. <laughs> I, I I can't afford this. I want my like representation representation of my character because um, it's essentially just me in a sense. At least for me, fursuits are more like representation of yourself or like like a, it's a character. Of yeah. course, you're just you. I am just a character. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my perspective on personas. Okay. Do you still have the uh, the first one? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I still have it, and I've actually borrowed it to a friend during um, this year's NFC um, because it, it. I just I just wanted him to try a first thing. It's it's kind of like reserved more for like people to try it and stuff like that. All right. It's 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 kind of dear to me, but I still don't think if I could come around to sell it. So it's it's just um, mostly kept. Um, in a closet so it doesn't get dusty would you ever retire uh, him completely maybe at some point i mean um plastic degrades over time even without sunlight so it's it's either then needing to be refurbed or something maybe i'll just have it refurbed to something else and then i kind of like just give it away or something like that i i don't really believe that much in like hoarding your possessions because there's there's really no use just having it if you don't use it. I mean, I have the pictures and like the memories of it. So yeah, we'll you, see. You've never like um, I've never seen you as materialistic, putting a lot of value into material stuff. Like you said, like you have the memories, you have the photos. That's why you that's why you have it. But you don't see you don't quite see the point in in keeping it for the sake of of keeping it when it could yeah be, when it could I, be used for something more or better. Yeah, I, I say this while I'm like um, having hoarded literally tons of stuff, which is technically not even sentimental. Like I have very little sentimental things, and then I like hoard cables here on my computer table. <laughs> <laughs> what is something that the furry fandom has given you throughout the years that you find irreplaceable? Um, I would say personal growth at some point. I was thinking like it gave me... Um, I was struggling with, um, like every furry does, mm. not every, but most furries. Um, I struggled with like, with my like identity, who I am, what kind of person I want to be. Um, I, 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 I grew up in a conservative area. So, um, like I, I, I am not, I am not, as you know, I'm not really that of a straight person. So, um, the community helped me like kind of find myself in a way. But it mostly just propelled it. And I mean, it really just gives you a platform to meet people who are similarly minded. I mean, I don't talk furry stuff almost like at all on a daily basis. It's mostly just finding people that they just happen to have the same viewpoints and like agreeable like opinions. Mm -hmm. The agreeable opinions is a bit maybe not as the best <laughs> representation of, of the furry fandom, but like the, the diversity, but still like kind of having the common thing is what 
makes me stay here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Per- personal growth is, is is the big one for me too. It's it's I would, it's it's yeah. awesome to hear someone that, that I respect and and whose friendship I value as much as I do yours. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's incredible to hear the, the like the similar paths we've taken and what we take from the furry fandom. And yet when we do meet up at conventions or when we do spend time together, that's not nearly the focus of why we're doing it. Mm. Which is just I find it so amazing because it it the path had led us here, but where we are right now, we're just focused on well having fun and and spending time together. Yeah. I, I guess like a lot of like a lot of different things in life. Yes, sure, fine, whatever. But it does not take away that the furry fandom has given that to us as well, even though it exists mm. everywhere else. One thing that you are as well that I uh, want to talk about is your connection to music. Mm. You are a very creative person. You, I've seen you create instruments. I've seen you play the instruments. I know you've been in a band. Mm-hmm. I know that I want to have you sing in one of my songs in the future. I, I. <laughs> what is your general connection to music? How important is it to, is it to you in a sense of... It, it, is, it, is it a way of you to express yourself? Or is it more of a, it helps you in your personal life? I think um, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm more of a, like a consumer of music than actually a creator. My create, creating is um, very small, but um, for me, music is like, um, I mean, it's just poetry most of the time. And I like a very wide, um, very wide uh, selection of genres. Like, I mean, I like metal like you mm-hmm. that was very evident of us going to see the wasp <laughs> concert which was very very freaking cool yes but music for me it's it's kind of like it's something that is very like ingrained in me like i need to hear music at like some point of the day or my day is like not as good at least whistle or something I like I, I need like rhythm or like melody in my life all the time it's probably um it's probably um, stems from my childhood because my mom, she's a, um, uh, she's a seamstress or like a textile artisan. She like uh, makes things from textiles all the time. And she listens to like ABBA, she listens to like Duran Duran, she listens to Genesis, she listens to um, even some rock bands, which I can't uh, recall right now. She gave me a Black Sabbath um record so i think she listened at that at some point <laughs> so uh, music has always been a part of my life i think it's 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 just something i love and how come you came into creating instruments i don't know i've always liked crafting things crafting things oh <laughs> we're different spelling but um i like crafting things so um and mostly like folk instruments they are simple and like they they have been made thousands of years ago at the first time they've been they've been done with like knives and using something like pitch as glue so i was thinking like i can make these and i wish people um tried it themselves like making drums or something um instruments aren't really that complicated if you really like stare at them at their like basic needs most instruments are just 
boxes with strings. <laughs> it's it it just goes more complicated than that. But it's I just love creating. I I love I I love to just leave something physical in the world too. What instruments have you crafted? Um, I made a cantele, which is here on the wall. Um, I made a tagel harpa, which is like a bowed instrument. It's like a bit of like a violin, but like very rudimentary. Um, I modified a lot of instruments too. I have modi modded a guitar um, to have not um, to not have any frets, so I can play like Eastern music with it. And my next project is probably making a violin or some kind of other like bowed instrument to play like um, ancient music or like kind of ima reimaginations of that. I I I don't know really. I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking maybe I should commission you to create something because I'm not a steam. I'm not a steampunk derg anymore. I'm gonna be something else. Uh, that I'm going to debut soon at a certain mm -hmm. cruise. Uh, but mm -hmm. I I need a medieval instrument. Maybe my Yin hmm. friend wants some money in return for crafting. Oh, but, but I'm, that, I'm. That's so a discussion for outside the podcast. <laughs> I'm so beginning. I will probably make it super cheap for you just so I can create something. We'll yeah, see about yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> you have given me constant smiles and laughs, and then you are truly one of those friends that I consider close to me from the furry fandom. That's oh. why I have a photo of us on my wall. Oh, and yeah, yeah. You told me. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels wonderful to have you in my life. And it feels wonderful to have you in, on this podcast. Likewise, I was very um, surprised when you wanted me here, but um, this now feels like a really good idea. <laughs> hey, no one said that there only has to be one episode. Nah. I, I would love to have you back. I do this thing called Would You Recommend It, where I show you a movie that you've never seen, and you show me a movie that I've never seen. We don't talk. Or, or say anything th during the movies. We just write down our thoughts. We drink. And then mm. we have two microphones and just record. That would work. I mean, that would be like something different. Because, I mean, we're expected to talk all the time. Doing something that requires you to not talk all the time will be uh, like a new experience. Yes. it would. It's, I've done it twice. And I'm very happy with both results. I get really drunk on, on both of them. <laughs> I... I mean, I start my university studies this month. I will have more free time on weekends, so we'll see when it happens. What is what is the future plans for Virtue now? Like, what what is without saying too anything too personal or like you said, mm -hmm. dogs in yourself? Just just in general, is it is it studies? Is it a career change? What is in the what's on the horizon for you? I want to do something that is like more enriching and kind of like serves my needs more than money because um, I want to study like uh, music science or music history because I feel like I want to do something else um, instead of being like a worker. I mean, I mean, I was, I was, hmm, how would I say? It? Um, I've been working most of my adult life, like pretty like laborious jobs and stuff, which is okay, I guess. But I want to do something more artsy, something like more involving the soul, so to say. 
because um, this is probably something like a quarter slash one third life crisis at this moment, but we'll see where it goes. I want to at least do something different. Once again, Verti, we're taking very similar paths. I am studying, I'm, I'm taking a course in singing in September. I'm also doing one in learning how to play an instrument. Uh, I'm trying to do the course of um, of drawing. I've only done one because uh, you have to pay for every lesson. Mm-hmm. And so the economy is in the shit. So <laughs> we're taking two different, two similar yet different paths. Because I, I as well, I need, I feel like I've come to the point where I want to change career and I want it to be something within arts. I am. Yeah, it's it's calling to me. I've always felt like the stage call uh, calls to me, and by stage, I don't mean specifically being in a band. I mean anything from band to theater. I studied theater for three years. I, I felt for a long time that the stage has been calling, and I've been ignoring it. And it's time for me to do some changes. Maybe not with that end goal, but at least have more arts in my life. So again, That's hearing fun. hearing about this. <laughs> It's so awesome because it just fuck man I I love you. It's 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 awesome. It's awesome to hear how how similar we are in thinking without even directly saying it to each other. Mm. You're one of a kind, my friend. Yeah. It's um personally I I wanted to do something different because um now when I still want, not that I have to because I've seen a lot of people like turn into their 40s and then they have done something completely like unlikable all that time or they like lost the passion for the things they love so um, i'm thinking i want to do something that i love before i'm in my 40s and then i'm gonna be like shit man i hate this thing and instead i want to like start doing my passions now when i'm still fairly young when i'm still like having that energy yeah. Instead of being like 40, 50 and being like, what did I do these last 20 years of my life? What did I like? How did I waste it? I don't want to like, I don't want to turn up bitter because I didn't do the things I love. <laughs> yeah. Amigo mio, is there anything you would like to say to just a, generally to the furry fandom or just like, like and you are a constant source of motivation and inspiration if you follow if someone follows you on twitter it's just mm-hmm. constantly like motivational words and i've noticed that when common uh, our common friends are sometimes in the dumps sometimes they're sad as life can be sometimes you're the first one to jump in kick down the door and just see it from this perspective or try to do it this way you you're always there trying to help people and trying to make them realize that things aren't as bad just hold on is there anything you would like to say in that vein or just in general in just in general as a motivation um my word my word to the world is mostly like um people aren't that bad as you think they'd be they're mostly just um people people are bitter people have their own problems but um Genuinely evil people, they are not that many in this world. There are, but I wouldn't say um, don't waste everything if you just um, have an, have something like a falling out or something. Uh, it's 
people aren't that bad on average. Mostly people are just turned to shit by something they've experienced. But of course, um, don't also don't take shit either. That's that's a big problem. Um, I see sometimes people do. Don't don't um, let people walk over you. That's one thing I'm also saying. Don't be kind, but don't take shit either. Like have warnings, boundaries, etc., etc. Know your worth. Mm. Know your that's, worth that's without stepping I, another. That's what I see. I, I that's that's what I had a problem with when I um. How 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 furry. The furry fandom changed me was um, it helped me stand more on my feet because I was a very agree agreeing person when I was younger. So that's my word. Stay strong. That's that's the only thing you can do, really. If I had a drink, I would say salute to that. Oh yeah, my friend. Do you have any social media you want to promote? Do you have anything you would like to get out there where people can follow you? Anything at all? Um. Just follow my Twitter and my ramblings, and I think that's all. Would you like to give your ads for Twitter? Oh, yeah. My ad for um, Twitter is Verti with an um, extra E. And there you I think yeah? you can put it in the description. <laughs> sure. And there you have it, my friends. A conversation with a wonderful, wonderful friend of mine that I felt like this had to be on my podcast. His The only thing bigger than your heart is your sense of humor i will never forget six hours driving to southern sweden and it felt like two hours because you made me laugh just nonstop. verti i Mm. truly love you thank you for being on this podcast and amigos thank you for listening to this furry month is still going strong you hear the music the episode is done and i'll see you next week adios